Looking for easy November STEM activities to try? In this episode, I will be sharing with you four ideas that you can implement in your classroom right away. Welcome to the Elementary STEM Coach Podcast, a show that'll help you with lesson ideas, systems, and actionable tips to apply to your classroom. I am your host, Naomi Meredith, a former classroom teacher turned current STEM teacher and coach. With over a decade of experience teaching and a master's degree in STEM leadership, I am here to coach you throughout the year to help you gain back more time to create innovative experiences for your students. Grab your earbuds and let's get started. There is a lot to celebrate during the month of November, so these STEM challenges that I am going to be sharing with you aren't tied to a specific holiday or celebration. I tried to mix it up for you so that you could do this all month long or really any fall month. Like I said, they're not Thanksgiving specific or any holiday specific. So let's jump into these fun ideas where you can harness the crazy energy during this month and put it into productive use with these STEM challenges. The first STEM challenge is a STEM in stories, one of my favorite things to do in the STEM classroom, and it relates to the story, The Great Turkey Race. As a class, listen to the story or read the story out loud, and you know that I love pre-recording read-alouds for my students. So if I know I'm going to be doing this book a lot of times, I can have the video recording of me reading it. And then this gives me a little bit of extra time to set up any materials that I need for the lesson. Either way, you're going to be using the great turkey race. And spoiler alert, there are some turkeys who are going to get eaten and they want to escape the farm. Your STEM challenge is going to be related to this story, and there's a couple different things that you can build for this challenge. You can have students build both things that I'm going to mention, or one or the other, depending on the time you have and the age of your students. First, you'll have students create a simple catapult that will be used to launch the turkeys over the fence, which we'll talk about the fence in a second. There are a lot of different ways that students can build catapults. One of my favorites that I will link a simple video that I created in the show notes is there are popsicle sticks, rubber bands, and a plastic spoon. The way that you will create the catapult is students will wrap a rubber band around the popsicle sticks. I like to use the big fat ones. They just give you more leverage within this challenge. They will wrap the rubber bands around the popsicle stick to hold the plastic spoon. And they will create basically the letter V. So think about you have a popsicle stick with a spoon on one popsicle stick. (laughs) And then there's a bottom popsicle stick. And at the tip of the V, you're going to wrap one more rubber band to connect the two. And this will create the letter V, which you will put a stack of popsicle sticks in between that are also secured with rubber bands that will be the fulcrum. This will allow the spoon to be able to be pushed down and eventually launch the turkeys over the fence. What I like to use for turkeys are pom-poms, and you can even glue on pictures of turkeys to bring the story to life. Of course, we have the fence that the turkeys are trying to get over, and students can build their fence using a lot of different materials. My favorite for this challenge is to use dried up spaghetti and Crayola modeling clay which doesn't dry out and it's super inexpensive and students will use those two materials to design a fence that the catapult will launch the turkeys over. 
If you're doing this challenge with younger students, the catapult might be a bit tricky. So you can have catapults pre-made before doing this challenge, and then the younger students can create the fences. One hack to this so that you're not the one building all of the catapults, if you do this challenge the day before with older students, they could be the ones in charge of the catapults and then save them for the younger students. I don't usually let the students keep the catapults after this challenge because I don't want to be responsible for other objects that will be flying in the classroom. So if you aren't going to save the catapults, I do have students cut the rubber bands or untwist the rubber bands, and then we put all of the materials away. They are a little bit sad, but I tell them these are very simple materials to get at home. You can make it the same way or a different way, but we're going to reuse the materials as much as possible. So this is definitely a fun STEM challenge that you can do within the month of November. The second November STEM activity that you can try in your classroom are Lego corn mazes. I don't know about you, but have you been in a corn maze, especially a haunted corn maze? I have. This was maybe six or seven years ago, and I distinctly remember it was a haunted one, and I was there with some of my friends, and my one girlfriend and I were holding tight to each other, and I was so scared, and I said, Becca, I was like, Becca, we're going to be okay. I'm so scared or something like that. And then in the haunted part, all the employees were saying, Becca, Becca. So we were a little bit traumatized after that experience. I haven't been in a corn maze ever since. Luckily for this challenge, it's not as scary. And again, this only uses a few materials that you might already have in your classroom. Getting overwhelmed with researching, planning, and teaching meaningful K-5 STEM lessons? It can be a lot of work, and I completely understand. When I walked into my brand new role at a brand new classroom with zero curriculum, over the years, I've been developing a K-5 STEM year-long plan that is rooted in standards, the engineering design process, and station rotations. In fact, don't just take it from me, here's what other teachers are saying about these plans. Anne says, this was a very helpful resource for me as a new STEM teacher. I appreciate that I had activities for all grade levels. My students loved all of these lessons. Tara says, this resource is amazing. I love that these are challenges that have been tried in the classroom. One of the best things that I purchased. There are over 50 lessons already included in the bundle and it's growing. Everything new that is added, lessons, and updates, you will always get for free when you purchase today. As a bonus, I included a free digital teacher plan book that is made specifically for K-5 STEM teachers who have a lot of classes and plans to manage every day. It's easy to edit and gives you enough blocks to write in, unlike most paper planners out there. Being a podcast listener, I am giving you an exclusive $30 off code for the entire K-5 STEM bundle. You can grab the bundle at naomimeredith.com slash K5STEM and put in the code PODCASTK5 at checkout. All you need are some big Lego base plates and Lego bricks and marbles or any small balls that are similar in size. There are some really great Lego-like base plates on Amazon that work just as well as the original version. Definitely recommend taking a peek at those and I'll link those in the show notes for you. I don't recommend using non-Lego brand Legos. Those don't have the same effect. They just don't hit the same way. 
So students will create their own Lego cord maze, and you can even print out different things that the marble can roll to, like a scarecrow, pumpkins, just different little images that they can attach to their designs. This is fun because this won't take very long in the classroom, and students can test one another's designs. And you can even add in that math piece where they can count how many dead ends they have, how long it takes to get from the start to the finish. They could find the average time where they have multiple trials. So you can really extend this project if you would like, or if you need a simple one-day challenge, you can do that as well. The third November STEM activity that you can try in your classroom is to create a one-page engineer inspiration board. I love creating these boards and I have them created for all of the months of the year and all of the major holidays for throughout the year. Some of the things that you can celebrate in the month of November is Dia de los Muertos, which is November 1st. Of course, you have Thanksgiving and you can even have a board that represents Veterans Day or even just the month of November in general. With this one-page board, you can have real images or icon images of things that represent that holiday or that month, and this gives students inspiration to build it however they would like to choose. This works great for a soft start if you are starting off your day with STEM, for a station rotation, or if you need something for a substitute. These engineer inspiration boards are great for that because students can build with whatever materials they have on hand, whether it's makerspace items, blocks, Play-Doh, a combination of all those things. And then they can even share their designs by taking a picture or video of their work in the platform that you choose. And finally, the fourth November STEM activity that you can try in your classroom is to create green screen videos that go along with people in STEM that you are thankful for. This is a great literacy and STEM connection because students will do some research about people in STEM who have made an impact and they might already know about some people where there's so many different things to look up in Epic Books, which is my favorite research tool for students. If you want to hear more about other research tools that I love to use with my students, make sure to go back and check out episode 17. And of course, I list Epic Books, but there are some other favorites that I love to use in the STEM space as well. Students can research their favorite inventor that they know about or another person in STEM and find out information about them and how they have made an impact in the world of STEM. You can, of course, have students create a bulletin board of their findings, but I also recommend making this even more interactive. Remember those talking heads that we used to have students do where they colored a picture of the person that they researched about, and they might have even cut out a big hole where they could put their head within that poster board. Or sometimes we have them dress up as that person, and then you have something like a wax museum. Well, take that idea and let's bump it up a notch. You can have students create a script or presentation about that person and they can pretend to be that person, but use green screen. If you have students wear a green shirt that matches the green background that you're using or a blue shirt that matches the blue background, my personal favorite, I will say kids with super, super blonde hair, when you do green screen, there's sometimes a tint of green in their hair, just the way their color of their hair is, they have more yellow in it, and sometimes their hair will disappear. So I do like using blue because blue I have had less issues with when it comes to editing. 
But again, definitely your preference. Have students wear a colored shirt that matches the background, and then they can read their script and pretend to be that person. And when you are in the editing app, you can overlay a picture of the real person, but instead of their face, it'll be the student's face. One thing I have done, I don't think it always matters, but you could use a green circle to cover up the person's face that they're talking about to make sure that it's not showing. But I don't think you necessarily always have to do that. But play around with it and see what you can do. I have a video example of this linked in the show notes. And I remember doing this with my students and I gave them no prior background. I just pressed play. And when I recorded the video, I accidentally didn't press stop right in time. So my head kind of floats off the screen and the kids started screaming. So make sure to watch my video example. It's pretty fun, but it's a cool way to get kids excited about people in our world that have made a difference in the STEM community or just in our world in general and people that we should definitely be thankful about. As a recap, here are the four November STEM activities that you can try in your classroom. First is the STEM and Stories Challenge that goes along with the Great Turkey Race. Next are Lego Corn Mazes. Third are engineer inspiration boards. And fourth, people in STEM that we are thankful for, but with a green screen twist. I hope you enjoy these fun theme challenges. You know I like a good theme, but I also love lessons that are rooted in standards and have a purpose in mind. It's definitely good to mix these all up because there is a lot of STEM to teach. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Elementary STEM Coach Podcast. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram at Naomi Meredith underscore or send me an email to elementarystemcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Also, make sure to check out my website, naomimeredith.com to see all the show notes from today's episode and shop my K-5 STEM resources. Any questions you have, needs for resources, or ideas for episodes, get in touch. I'll talk to you soon.